Pushing through, I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid BJ Armstrong. And today, we have a very special guest, Flint's finest. He is Eric Woodyard, an NFL reporter for the Detroit Lions. Wood, what's going on? Great to have you back on Pushing Through. Man, I'm I'm feeling good. I'm I'm getting ready. I'm I'm excited. <laughs> and I appreciate y'all for having me. As always, man, y'all always show me love. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, uh, we we'll appreciate you coming on, man. You know, I got to jump right into it. You know, I got to <laughs> jump right into it. Wood. Tell me about my Lions this year. I got my Lions gear ready. I got. I, I'm ready to celebrate. Is it going to be another heartache, or am I going to celebrate? Wood. I've been waiting my whole life to celebrate. He's the best kind of Lions oh, fan. He doesn't do any. He's like, I don't want to know. Just like I'm coming in expecting the best. You know. So okay, that's good. Look, I'm put like this, man. Uh, I got the story coming this this week about Lions fans and how passionate they are. I think people outside of Michigan don't really understand. Like, this is a franchise that ain't won a playoff game in 30 years. Oh, well, why you remind base, me, Wood? Don't tell you that. Look, Wood, don't How long has this been, Wood? I'm talking about, you know, it's a lot of BJs here in Detroit. You know what I mean? That Ooh. love the Lions, diehard. Yeah. Uh, this year, honestly, it feel a lot different from the, from the culture standpoint. I don't think that's going to necessarily translate to a lot of wins this year. I think maybe, and I'm being... I'm being very generous. I think it'll be a great season. They get six to seven wins. Oh, that'd be, that'd, that'd be a great season. That's me just being real, man. I think if six, seven wins, that'd be a great season. But I mean, it's, it's tough, man. They're in the middle of a rebuild, you know, yeah. um, start from scratch. 50, you know, but I, I'll be 54 years old in two days. How are we going to have a 50 year old rebuild? BJ, BJ's having his Jerry Jones crisis right now where he's like, we got to win now. Man, this thing <laughs> going on. It's, what they say that curse? What they say? What's that curse of Bobby Lane? <laughs> you know, I'm just messing with you. But as far as you know, just to, on on a positive note, you know, just kind of kind of pushing it positive. I really do like the coaching staff. I like Dan Campbell. You know, I like Brad Holmes. You know, um, guy come from the LA Rams, new GM. Yep. Um, I think Jared Goff got a lot to prove, but I'm I'm a little worried about just the weapons that he that he has, like as far as receivers. Right. But as far as running back, I like DeAndre Swift. Uh, he was dealing with a groin injury throughout training camp, so I'm not sure how effective he's going to come right out, but I think he's he has the potential to be a 1,000-yard rusher. And it hasn't been a 1,000-yard rusher here since Reggie Bush. I think that was 2013. Wow. And then um, I think probably the focal point of the offense, though, will be the tight end, TJ Hawkinson. He was a pro bowler last year. Yep. Um, he'll be somebody that you know probably will stand out because the receiving corps. We just don't know a lot about him. Um, I really like the rookie. I'm a Ross St. Brown out of USC. Um he got a lot of high character, man. I think uh, he comes from a family somewhat like the Ball family, where his daddy kind of like LeVar a little bit. Right, you know, right. Bite his tongue. He got brothers <laughs> that play football. And the kid is tough, man. He got in a couple scuffles in training camp. And every day after training camp, after practice, he's staying and catching 202 passes on the jugs every day. Dude is committed. So I think, you know, it's some nice young pieces, but I don't know about, you know, this, this year specifically. But I do – feel a difference in the direction. I feel a difference in the swag. I feel a difference in the culture, especially coming from last year and, you know, how that how that went down. But I think uh, they'll be competitive in some games, but uh, just them coming out and, you know, trying to make the playoffs or something this year, it's going to be tough. But anything can happen. That's just me speaking and being around what I, what I think. 
Mm. BJ, how do you feel about that? I mean, it, those are some encouraging takeaways. I think Dan Campbell, right, would, he, he's probably the biggest talk when you talk about the culture change. He is a ball of energy. Uh, I think he drinks like two uh, tubs of coffee uh, every yeah. single day. That's like what he's, that's what he's known for right now. Can you just talk about Dan Campbell and what he's brought to the Detroit Lions? Because I like the energy. It's good. It's a nice change yeah. of pace. Yeah, great energy. You know, I think, uh, man, he makes my job from the media perspective. It's fun because we every day we are seeing what he's going to say. But I think it's one thing I will say is it's authentic, though. It don't feel like he's he forcing it. It just feels like that's him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's, it really generally, yeah, generally feels like that's him. And in the, in the culture like Detroit, which BJ knows, it's a Detroit versus everybody mindset where, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, people want to see somebody that's authentic. You know, just like I'm going to give you a couple examples. When he let go of Don back, the long snapper, he called himself an a-hole for doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was messed up. It was on his birthday. You know, but, you know, that's that had to happen. There was another guy that got in trouble uh, for, for drunk driving, and they had to let him go. And he was real about it. He's been really, like, addressing these situations head on, which is kind of refreshing. You know, in the NFL, everything is just kind of, you know, button to the top, you know, top button. And, you know, yeah. he's coming out. He's just saying how he feels, and I, I, I can't respect that. And I think that will go over well, but, I mean – can't really get around you know you, you still got to have a talent and I think you know this is a team that's in the middle of rebuilding everybody knows that so I think it's not it's not really a lot of pressure for him this first year mm. okay what <laughs> okay what <laughs> BJ still messed up by you saying they're the best case scenario six seven wins okay no I'm messed up is because here is another year before the first game of the season and I'm still hearing this same word my entire life, rebuild. We've been rebuilding my whole life. So look, okay, culture changing, new this, new that. How much longer we got to the rebuild? You know, as my man Rock Kim say, don't make me wait too long now. Now look, I've been waiting for half a century. Now what? How long is this rebuild? Now I'm gonna roll with my lions. Only us true Lions fans can talk this way. Yeah. How long for this rebuild before we say we 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 built now the 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 the, the, the team is built. How long now? How long? I would say I would say I would say man, just being honest, I would say two to three years. And the reason I'm gonna say this because I think they're starting. I'm gonna tell you something that I saw that they done differently that hadn't been done in the past. They started off building in the trenches. I mean, like, mm. that hasn't been done. You know what Detroit always do. They always get a wide receiver. They always get the same positions without really building in the trenches or building on the lines to make that strong. So I think you got to start there. And I think that was a good start by getting a number seven pick, offensive tackle, Panay Sewell. I know it's been a, it was a lot of jokes about it, you know, but, I mean, I think that was a good start, and that shows the culture that we're going to build on the line. Then we'll start, you know, we'll use – the other picks that we get and start trying to get quarterbacks and skill positions and, you know, things like that. But you got to make sure that line is tight. I mean, you could, you know, BJ going back in the day to Barry Sanders, he didn't have no type of line. I mean, this guy, that's what made him so impressive was he didn't have a line and he was able to do what he was able to do. So I think this regime is already starting with something new that's kind of different here. Although it's a non-traditional approach, honestly, um, I think it's a, it's something that we haven't saw here in Detroit. And I think it could work. So I would say two to three years. Um, it seems like the energy that Dan Campbell has, players might want to come play for him. Who knows? It might they might be able to land a decent free agent. You know, you never know. So I think um, I would say two to three seasons, and uh, some feel different about this regime. It really do. I'm not just saying it 
some really feel different. I'm like BJ. I'm from Michigan, so I watch. Yeah, you know, oh, all the heartbreaking. You're Flintstone. You know, you know about the Lions. Life. Oh, I know yeah. about the Lions very well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well we go roll. All right, I'm going for eight wins. Then you said six. I'm going for eight. I'm going for eight. I think eight. I think eight's good. I think eight's good. Uh, Wood, what do you what do you feel like the pulse of the people is in regards to Matt Stafford? Matt Stafford obviously gets traded for Jared Goff. He goes out to the L.A. Rams. He has his new shiny team in L.A. His new you know head coach and Sean McVay. Are Lions fans you know now that we know that we're in rebuilding mode? Are we allowed to pull for Matt Stafford because he obviously has been with the franchise for so long and you know is probably the most storied quarter quarterback in the entire franchise's history i think so i think you know he it didn't like he you know was very vocal about his trade request i think he went out the way he was supposed to so from my gathering i think nobody's really mad at matt yeah honestly people were probably rooting for matt to do well out there you know he, he put it put the franchise on his back. i think we are you know, yeah he played played through so many injuries you know just kind of you know done a lot and i mean he was committed so i think i don't get the sense that the fans here are, are mad at him or nothing like that um he put the franchise on his back and he, he really he, he rep he rep Detroit to the fullest, you know, and I yeah. think uh, that's all you can ask for. And he consistently threw for over 4,000 yards every single year, year in and year out. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, Lions will always have Thanksgiving Day, BJ. You know, that, that's tradition that nobody else will have. You always got Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> I'm trying to get him excited again. Hey, I, had to be yeah, I am I hurt. I am I can't hurt. This, man. I'm, I'm hurt with this. I'm I hurt with this. Super Bowl winner out here. You know, I was can't. excited for Wood to come on and give me some good news. Wood said six wins, and he said it with confidence too. Wood said hey, that like with confidence. You he know? said it with his chest. Yeah, exactly. I'm hoping this more really gonna make my job fun. You know, but. You know, that's just what I see right now. <laughs> All right, Wood. Okay. All right. I'm not going to hold it against you. Um, let's shift over to my other Detroit team, uh, to, to my Pistons. You know, mm. uh, you know, we call him Detroit. Troy Weaver. We call him Detroit now. There, You know, that's, <laughs> that's what we call him, Detroit. You know, <laughs> I mean, they had the number one pick, Cade yep. Cunningham. Motorcade. What's going on there? What's the what's the vibe there around the Motor City with the with the with the this version of the Bad Boys? I like. I think it's pretty cool. It's kind of the same thing as the Lions. You know, everybody just nobody's coming in expecting them to 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 come in and win the title. I think it's just being competitive. I think that's the number one. Be competitive in the games. You know, get a fan something to come out and show love with. And I was riding out Jefferson um, a couple weeks ago after after well, like not even a week, maybe few days after K was drafted, they got a big old mural of him, you know, oh, wow. on the wall down there. So it's like, oh, I think wow. he's accepted a mural, you know, like a picture of him on the wall. And, um, you know, uh, I think when he put on the buffs, you know, when he put on the Cartier's, you know, on draft night, I think he won over a lot of fans. And I mean, a lot of people just comparing it to like, I'm not saying he's going to be that good, but just kind of the feeling of getting a high pick, how Grant Hill, when he came into town, that skill set. I'm not comparing with G Hills. We know how cold G Hill was, yeah, but right. I think it's he has that skill set and that capability where he's able to come in and you know change things around because Detroit really needs somebody to you know just rejuvenate this community. They need something to bring the fans out. I think ever since they moved from Auburn Hills, you know, to to downtown Detroit, it just haven't felt right. Just the talent that's been out there haven't really been able to you know kind of correlate and just translate to like fans really feeling like they were involved. And I think uh, this guy has the he has the uh, he has he, he has the opportunity to do that. It's a big opportunity here, and I think it's wide open. And so far, so good. I think him putting on those glasses and 
you know, kind of just, <laughs> you know, uh, except in Detroit. Because a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people just scared of Detroit or had this perception of Detroit. And it's a lot different once you get here. Yeah, and they have an all-star, right? They had a guy who just played with Team USA and won a gold medal. When you talk about Jeremy Grant, Jeremy they have Grant. a lot. Yes. Yeah, they have a lot of young talent. You know, obviously that they're trying to piece together. So there is a lot of optimism when you talk about the Detroit Pistons, and that was not the case until Troy got in there, um, and, it, and it's kind of made the shift. And he came on our show and he said, "I just want Detroit people, you know, people that live in the city of Detroit, when they walk outside, they say, I got to put my Pistons hat on. I, I got to, you know, make sure that I let it be known that you know I'm riding with the Pistons, and that you know, and BJ." mind felt very much like the OG bad boys and we're trying to build up to that again and th- and that's great to see yeah I did another story about and I think this is unique as well with Detroit being a primarily African American city having two GMs that are African American having the head coach on the basketball side that's African American yeah. that's culture that's culture changing as well I think they have an ability to relate to these communities because they come from communities like that so I think that's an underrated thing as well that you know they do have black GMs in both roles and uh, kind of faced with the same adversity and kind of taking on that same approach. Obviously, the Lions fans are a little more diehard than the Pistons, but Troy is bringing that swag, and I think uh, I like the moves that he's making. He's been very aggressive, and, um, yeah, I, I kind of see them in the same boat as trying to, you know, get on the right track. Quick break to get a word from our sponsors. It can be a little frustrating, especially if you're in a hurry or running late, to find yourself at a railway crossing waiting for a train. And if the signals are going and the train's not even there yet, you may feel a bit tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Well, don't. Ever. To the naked eye, trains often appear to be further away and moving slower than they are. And they can't stop quickly. Even if the engineer hits the emergency brakes right away, it can take a train over a mile to stop. Over a mile to stop. By that time, it's too late, and the result is a potentially deadly crash. The point is, you can't know how quickly the train will arrive. The train can't stop quickly. Even if it sees you, it ends in disaster. If the signals are on, the train is on its way. And you just need to remember one thing. Stop. Trains can't. And we're also brought to you by our friends at AT AT&T. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Back to pushing through. Just in general, when you look at you know the city of Detroit, um, you know the the sports fans. It takes a lot of dedication to to stick by these teams uh, throughout everything. But also, you had this championship pedigree from the past. Like we've had Joe Dumars on the show talk about you know that that era of the bad boys, and it's almost with this generation, right? This younger generation of sports fans, you you almost have to use that nostalgia to reintroduce the situation. It's like the Last Dance, for example. There was a lot of kids that never saw Michael Jordan that they learned they learned who B.J. Armstrong was in the last dance you know what I mean and that that's that seems like what Trey Weaver and even the Lions like you said with this new culture they're trying to reassert who they are and and get their identity back out in the forefront and when you're active in trades all the time and in the news all the time obviously you you become a discussion point and that's that's another big part of the Troy Weaver era I feel I feel like yeah definitely definitely man you gotta 
create some news. I mean, especially in this era where everything is shared, anything you say is going it's popping right on social media. So you gotta yep. give the fans something, some storylines to tell them some something. So I think that's a start. And uh, I mean, from there, it's up to the players. But the players got to put the work in. They got to go out and do something. And I think uh, they bring it in young, hungry guys. And um, we'll see what happens this year. I'm going to be tuned in for sure. Yeah. Hey, hey, would, uh, I, I, actually, I got a two-part question here. One, how has it been, Wood? Because you mentioned the teams. When I grew up there, the teams, when I was young, they were in Detroit. Then they moved out. The Lions moved out to Pontiac. Pistons moved out to Auburn Hills. Now everyone is back in the city. How has that been downtown Detroit? Tell us about the rejuvenation of downtown Detroit with all of the teams and everyone seems and appears to be moving back downtown. And I mean, there's a, there's a different vibe downtown now. Yeah, it is. I, I actually stay downtown. I stay on the river and I love it, man. I think, uh, you know, when I came down, I, I fell in love with just how beautiful it looks especially on game days because you got the Lions and the Tigers right by each other. So, right. you know, throughout the games, I know it was only preseason, but just to see how the culture and the vibe is, I think it's a lot different than most people would think. And uh, it's a lot of bars. It's just vibrant. That's why I say people probably have a certain perception about Detroit because what you read. But I think when you come in and you actually experience it, like they got some of the best food in, in, in America, you know, no, Detroit, no, especially, no, no. you know, just so many great soul food restaurants and just, a lot of different things. So the vibe is a lot different. I think it's just going, as I said before, now you got to put the product with that. You got to have players, you know, come out and be game changed. And I, I like the pick with K because I, I really can't see him, you know, emerging into that guy, and, you know, kind of bringing fans in again. Because last year you can get t- tickets for the low, man. I mean, like <laughs> tickets were so cheap going to watch the Pistons because you didn't have, mm-hmm. right. you know, really <laughs> nobody to bring the fans in, even though it's this nice arena and everything. And I understand it was COVID going on too, but, even before that, you know, it was tough to kind of draw a crowd because it wasn't any really fan favorites like that. So I think uh, I do like this now in downtown. Like I said, it's, it's, I live downtown, so I, I like it a lot. Oh, it's yeah, beautiful. I, I, I went there in January 2015, and uh, those stadiums are just right next to each other, too. Like they're like the Tiger Stadium, and then where they were, I saw where they were going to build the new stadium. Obviously, it's built now, but this was back in 2015. So it's a nice setup if you want to go to games and enjoy sports in Detroit in downtown now. So it's. It's all. I mean, I feel like we're doing a tourism pitch right now for Detroit, but we're. I'm, uh, I'm uh, down for it. Real. I'm with yeah, it. I'm, I'm with it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's back. It's back. It's it's cool. Yeah. It's cool to see. Okay, Wood. I'm just getting over my my, my Lions <laughs> prediction. I'm still I'm still in shock here. I'm still in shock. Now that we know the Lions aren't going to win the Super Bowl this year, okay. I'm I'm willing to admit that. Life, according to Wood, who gonna win it this year, Wood? Who you got? Hmm. I think it's gonna be Tampa Bay again. I just oh, hard, hard come to on, Brady. man. Brady again. Brady again. Come on, let's get him in the uniform. If again, it's this easy. Again and again. Everything I'm hearing from you know from AB out there, Antonio Brown, he's looking good. I mean, that's just what I'm hearing. I think it'll probably be a repeat of the same teams from last year. And uh, I'm just I'm, I can't bet against Tom Brady, man. I mean, he's it is what it is. He the goat. He really what, is. What about what about my people over there in KC? What about Mahomes? Them? They ain't got nothing to say about this. Oh yeah, he definitely got something to say about it. He's he a young bull coming up, you know. But Brady's still on that. He's still he's still on that top right now, and I can't I can't <laughs> see his days. His, his days winding down, but he's still up there. You know, he's still up there right now. 
I like it. I'd watch out for the Bills as well. The Bills with Josh yeah, Allen. That, that's I've a sneaky here. team that could uh, could knock off Mahomes. And in the NFC, I mean, even the Rams and Matt Stafford, they could be a team that you know tries to knock out the Bucks. So what about that's the Packs? What about the Packs this year? Yeah, I mean they they comparing up what what they saying it's the last dance just like just like the last bulls. <laughs> <laughs> they say, that's hey, what Aaron Rodgers said. So he, yeah, he got something to say dance. about that too. Aaron Rodgers is a bad boy, so I'll be tuned in. I really want to see how that turned out as well. And it seems like you know he ready to put all that you know preseason and you know offseason controversy behind. And we know when we know when he locks in, what we gonna get out of him. So yeah, I, I, the pack's definitely gonna be tough to beat. I think they kind of have that urgency coming in and. uh I see it as it's, it's kind of comparable to the last dance situation with the board. Mm. I mean, the good news in the NFC North is that the Bears, I mean, they have Andy Dalton as their starting quarterback, so you would assume that they're not going to be competing for the division. The Packers, like you said, they're in their kind of, you know, lame duck year with Aaron Rodgers and with, you know, Devontae Adams, so you're not really sure what happens there. Minnesota has Kirk Cousins, who is, I mean, his own enigma when you talk about him in the league. He can be great. He can be bad. He can be everything in between. Um, so the Lions, right? I mean, they, if you just look at the division, there, there seems to be an opening over Raw for them, maybe to you know be top two in that division in the NFC North. So I mean, but that that's what great. I'm saying. It's a lot of like I can sit here and speculate on what I think all day, but I mean, it's a lot that we don't know about this Lions team too. Mm-hmm. We haven't saw how how Campbell coaches. We haven't saw how Jared Goff is going to start out. We haven't saw. We don't even really know much about these receivers. I mean, I can name and tell you what I think, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's a lot of enigma around this team as a whole. It's a brand new, total different thing. But the schedule was tough too. They don't have a, a kind schedule at all. Uh, that's but I, that's just me speaking out, you know, and just talking to people and watching practices and how I feel. Um, and I think, uh, you know, we the, the the fan base will continue to support them. Yeah, see BJ how he is. Yeah, he's oh, yeah, 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 he thought yeah, it was yeah, Super Bowl yeah. this year. That's uh, he came yeah, in. This I was waiting on Wood to give me the inside. You know what I mean? I was waiting on Wood to give me. You know, I, I talked <laughs> to my guy Nate. The Super Bowl. Yeah, so I go. talked to my guy Nate Burleson. Nate told me, you know, I'm like, hey, Nate really is not in Detroit anymore. You know, Nate, Nate is big time. He's out there in New York City. <laughs> So I want to get to the locals. And then Wood gave yeah. me the same thing. So now I got to call Nate and apologize. You know, I got to call Nate. Say, you know, I was like, oh, Nate, you in New York now. You doing the big time stuff. You doing, you know, national news, you know. And then all of a sudden, Wood came and gave me the same thing. Yeah. You know, I was like, and Pulse I was the waiting. Ground. Yeah, so, but no, it's all good. And uh, uh, it's always great to see you. And uh, so you've made the adjustment, NBA NFL, what's next for Wood? Tell us what's going on. What's next for you? I'm trying to really just, you know, lock in and do the best that I can this job. You know, it's a big major transition. Uh, I'm, mm. I've been a basketball guy my whole life, but I just, I saw it as a good challenge for me. I think if it was any team outside of the Lions, I probably wouldn't have, you know, thought about it just because, you know, it's a team that I do care about. You know, I care about Detroit and I, I care about, you know, I grew up watching Calvin, grew up watching Barry, you know, the guys, you know, come through here, Matt Stafford and, uh, it's a team that, you know, I feel like I can learn and grow with. And um, brand new coaching staff. You know, I got another Flintstone on the coaching staff, Aubrey Pleasant. Right, right. I'm oh, happy nice. to see him. You know, I'm just happy to see him doing. He's a DB coach out there. And um, it just feels like it's a different vibe. And it feels like um, it feels a little different this time. I can't explain why, but it just it really does. And I know it might not. It might not show this year, but I think, you know, over the next couple of years, it will. Well, I just want to make sure where where can all of our listeners and viewers find you at and, and and make sure they follow you, Instagram, Twitter, and all of that every day. Where can we find you at? 
Yeah, so I'm I'm now like I said, I'm going with the NFL Nation side of ESPN. So you can find all my work at ESPN.com. Just type my name in, Eric Woodyard, W-O-O-D-Y-A-R-D. I'm on Twitter, you know, IG, all that, <laughs> E underscore Woodyard. And um, yeah, I'm still just grinding every day. I'm having fun. Uh getting getting closer to my family was big in this decision. I love and, it. Uh, yeah, it's been great, man. It's been great. No, and October 24th, the Rams will be playing the Detroit Lions. Wood will be out in Los Angeles. BJ wants to go to the game, so with we got to make that happen. Lions. He was going to be out here with the undefeated Lions. And Wood, you're going to have to eat them words. Jerry Goff, Jerry Goff Wood, proving to eat the world those wrong. Words, Wood, and because of that, you're going to buy us all dinner. You buy the dinner on you. I was going to buy dinner, Woods, but it's on you now because we're going to be undefeated. We're going to be I undefeated. Do. Yeah, that's it. That's I awesome. You're right, man. <laughs> I hope you're right, too. Uh, there you have it. Eric Woodyard telling us all about the Detroit Lions and Detroit in general. This has been Pushing Through. I am Tate Frazier, BJ Armstrong, Eric Woodyard. We will be back later in the week.